Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right, all right, all right. Shopping politics. TQ5CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Monday night. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy, live coming from California, the West Coast, because the West is woke. Tonight, uh, I've been waiting on my guest tonight. Um, I talked to his agent. I think he had a complication going on, emergency, which I respect. So um, it was going to be an actor. DeAndre Bonds, um, he's on the long road of redemption. Uh, you might know him from South Sunset Park, Get on the Bus, Tales from the Hood, The Wood, uh, a variety of, other, of different other uh, movies that you might have seen him in. You might have seen him in the movie The Wood. I think he plays Stacy. That was like the young bully gangbanger for the girl. Um, if they don't get on the bus, play the movies with Denzel Washington. Uh, it was almost going to be like Antoine Fisher in the Antoine Fisher movie. Um, he sat up about a South Central, you know what I mean? So he's a great actor. I'm sure we're going to actually be able to reschedule him for another date. I just want to thank God that I was able to get a connection uh, with that. And Compton Politics is getting out there to society. I do let you know that. Something politics is ringing a bell uh, and making a difference out there as far as the new wave of uh, radio, satellite internet radio. Uh, as as y'all can see, T25CL, Galaxy Talk Radio, if you go to the website, it is up and running. It is, they took it to the galaxy. You know what I'm saying? T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. Worldwide distribution in films for music. I mean, sales for music and films all together. Tonight is going to be um, like an open forum tonight. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here brainstorming. Uh, maybe somebody might want to help about what we can talk about tonight. Well, you've got a lot of things going on. Well, I don't know for sure if this is good news for everybody, but I got some good news today um, in the mail. Um, <laughs> I received my divorce papers. I mean, usually people be, you know, sad, but this is a good moment for me. It's a clear me that I can move on now, you know. Some marriages end up on bad reports and bad, you know, it's just a lot of bad things happen. Well, this, I got good news, you know, I'm not just trying to put my, you know, I talk about everybody else's business out there and, Everybody else's factor, so I thought it was important for me to put out what I talk about myself, about other people too. So you know, today was my got my final divorce papers in the mail, <laughs> and it was just like a relief, you know. Which I know a lot of other people are going through those type of issues and problems, and you know, things just don't work. It just don't work. Um, 
trying to see who's this on the line. Okay, I might have a another. You know, I got these emergency people that might call in and uh, get a special guest anyway. I'm gonna call uh, one of my professional people to call in on this call. She said she'd do it for me and take the place of uh, a other guest that didn't call in. I see a call in came from Florida. So I'm going to just check this out real quick. Um, okay, that's okay. That's what I need to do. Hold on just a moment. Hold on. That's what I was waiting for. Hold on. Hold on I'm trying to click you in, guest. This is my other special guest. I called in at the drop of a dime. Um, I think she she's been on the show before, and I'm sure she's been doing a lot of other things uh, lately. From the time I talked to her, I'm trying to click her in right now. Like I said, this is Trump and politics. Well, let me say it right. This is T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, Worldwide Distribution. This is Trump and politics. Hello, Jess. This is uh, my friend that calls in on the last minute for me. Hello, Mr. Lorenzo. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my friend, Tiffany. She is a world phenomenal life coach. Uh, might be some subjects that we can just talk about this on the fly. Because uh, like tonight, I was saying that my, my special guest was an actor, DeAndre Bonds. Everybody know him from Get on the Bus, Tales from the Hood, Sunset Park, In the Woods, Lock Up. And then all the other uh, movies that we have looked at, you know, I uh, think he had a family emergency, which I respect, like I was saying. Uh, tonight we have Tiffany. How do you pronounce her last name, Tiffany? Rochelle. Well, Tiffany Rochelle. Um, you know, uh, this is a lady that I've been dealing with for the last year. That I did a couple of great things together. She throws conference, women conferences. And she's a life coach and she's a manager. She knows how to set your life straight. And, uh, um, Tip, I don't know if you heard me earlier about my own personal life. Um, I was speaking on receiving my divorce papers today. My actually finalized divorce papers. It's like this. The paper that came in the middle said, you're cool, you're clear. You know, and I'm just, you know, trying to come up with a subject tonight about those type of things because I'm actually going to have, um, I guess next week, and it's going to be actually Florida, Florida's Florence Joyner's brother. We're going to be talking about, like, the marriage, domestic violence issues. So I'm probably going to start off from this this week. Because next week he will be on the air, and he's going to actually talk about what really happened to her. Um, it wasn't just that she had a heart attack. Um, the story is from his point of view, from what he knows, that's being her brother. Uh, she was going to leave her husband. I'm just going to give you a little bit. She was going to leave her husband. And a week before that, she ended up dead in her sleep. So... Uh, we don't heard the story in the news and the society about what happened to her, but next week I will have her youngest brother on the line. We will be talking about domestic violence in marriage and divorces, um, which I'm starting off with, you know, letting the world know that, hey, my record is clear now. I am a free man. I'm a free talking politics. Phil, <laughs> <laughs> how you doing tonight? I really, really, really just thank you for calling in at this last minute. I called Tiffany at 729 tonight. 729 <laughs> and my show and my show starts at 7.30. You know, this shows you what type of connections you need to have out here. 
uh, in emergencies, you know. Um, somebody just asked, is D-Bond a no-show? Yes, D-Bond is a no-show. Hey, look, but you know, we might take a chance, though, because I see these people coming in. So I'm just going to check this caller, y'all. So hold on just a moment. I'm going to make sure if it's not him or not, which, you know, hold on just a moment. Hello, guess who is this? I just want to find out who is this on the line. I'm going to speak back to the chat. I just want to know. It's Michelle. Just calling in to listen. All right, Michelle. Okay. I just want to check. Hold on just a moment. All right, now we're back to Tiffany. Tiffany Hardy, I'm sorry about that. You know, like I said, this show tonight is just going with the fly, going with the flow. What's going on, Tiff? Well, you know, I've been, you know, usually you and I are hanging out, but I've been really busy the past couple of weeks. So I have I have some good stuff to talk about, um, things that can actually, um, I know we got an hour. I don't know if you're going to have somebody else on, but what I can do is we can talk about, one, since you talked about the divorce, actually how you can go through a divorce right. and it not be volatile and how you can take steps going through ending a relationship and that every goodbye doesn't have to be bitter. Right. So I think that's a good place. That's a good place for us to start. And then um, I think you you know that recently I shifted the focus of my coaching. And the reason that that happened is because I've been on a very serious spiritual journey, um, you know, connecting with my purpose and my calling and really through prayer and meditation. Um, I, I know that I'm called to help people, but what was revealed is I'm specifically being guided to help women because women are very, we are actually the source of power and equalization in the world, but we are so out of balance. That's why the world is so out of balance right now. And it's not a slam or a judgment of women because, of course, I'm a woman, but there are things that need to happen. Women are awakening. People are awakening that are able to help address that. And as my, you know, one of my duty and my calling is to work with women and help them to reconnect to the power of their purpose and the purpose of our creation. And part of my focus is healing mother-daughter dynamics. So that's two parts. We can we can hit either one because I think especially there's a lot of mother-daughters in the world and there's a lot of mother-daughter issues that aren't being addressed. And so that is where my focus is these days. So wherever you want to start, my dear, I am ready. All right, I like that. I like that. I'm just going to go out and see a one call. I'm just going to bring them in, you know, because, um, like I said, I like to do an open forum when it's like this. You know, it's nobody really, uh, you know, it's, I see it's all women on the line right now, so I want to respect the game, stay in my king position with all the queens that's on the line. And, you know, it's like with my, I'm just going to speak on it, you know, with my, I'm just going to be real because somebody might have went through what I went through. Uh, I separated like five years ago, uh, and, you know, um, the person never really turned in a marriage license, never turned in a marriage license. And it just was one of those situations to where it was like, wow, good, good looking out. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have to fill out the paperwork. And literally today, for the last five years, um, I when I received the papers today, I looked and I was like, okay, I got to go to court. And I'm looking at, I'm looking for the date on the paper. You know, I'm looking for, you know, R versus M. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, where's the court date? Where's the court date? And I'm looking at the date on the paper. It's 2015 March, right? Can y'all somebody just like 
clear my mind. Is it 2015 in March now? Yes. Okay. The paper I received said March 18, 2014. So it was like when I received I'm like, wait a minute. This was a year ago. So it's like, in a way, it was like a free pass to me because I'm not, first I'm thinking it was, um, you know, it wasn't a license, but still in, in all, a person still was able to file divorce, you know, up under that circumstances. Um, and by me, like, just calling around to my lawyer friends and I'm packing, I'm saying, man, what is uh, this stamp, what does this word stand for? They're like, man, it's over, man. You, man you. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's just finished like that. I don't have to find all papers or anything like that. And it was just like, yeah, so I'm just trying to figure out as how could that that level of transition and work if you didn't have anything, you didn't know what was going on, and it was just an okay thing for it to happen. The sign still was delivered, and I wasn't even there. Could you explain that? So I just want to know. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm I will say what I want to say, but I'm, I'm very happy and relieved of the pressure. You feel what I'm saying? And I feel like I'm the guest tonight, but it's all good. But it's just real. I'm just keeping it real. You know, what do you do to move on? How do you move on and you know everything isn't clear now? It's like, you know, it's like, wow, I can become successful and I don't have to worry about anything, you know, those type of things. So what is my next step, you know, as far as you knowing you know, knowing me, knowing my character, knowing my get down, and knowing that I'm a good person. I'm not perfect, but you know I'm a good person. What would you tell a person like me going through a day like this of relief um, and learning about, you know, how life really is when it comes to the law? Well, the first thing I would tell you is keep on doing what you're doing because, fortunately for you, you didn't allow that to stop you from pursuing your life and your calling. You've been doing what Lorenzo Elvis Murphy needed to do for a long time. You've been mentoring. You've been anti-bullying. So married or not married has not stopped who you are. It has not stopped your flow. So your next step is whatever your next step was going to be before you found out that information. Right. And now that you have the relief, then that should, I mean, you already energetic and you move quickly, so you just keep, keep it moving. Now, if the question that you have is about, do you, I mean, do you have a feeling or any kind of question about going into relationships? Because that, I mean, that, that's what I could see could be different. But you've, technically, you've been apart for five years. So you've been single for that time. Right. 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 So you've been single. You've already adjusted to being away. So it would be different if you guys had just broke up last year or, you know, just broke up a while ago, you know, a few months ago. But this has been for five years. So for you in your particular case, yours is to keep it pushing and keep on doing what you need to do. And then the next step that I would tell you to consider is when you start dating, now that you know that you're free, be considerate of what happened in that previous relationship. And wow, that, don't, you know, that, that, I like that, you know, because that's, you know, turning 50 this year, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of thinking I had to do before I turned 50, you know, and, and it's a lot of steps I'm going to take in life going into 50 that I would never want to do at, at 50 in my, from my past. You feel what I'm saying? 
Um, That's that's definitely, of course, you know, we should hope nobody in their 50s wants to repeat something that was not good in the past. But what I want to offer is not just looking at it as the negative and then when you see another woman and she starts exhibiting things or behaviors or you see things and you're like, oh, my God, is this from my past? Not just that aspect because that's, that's kind of what most people do. And then that's the thing that keeps them stuck and afraid of committing to somebody new or going into a new relationship because they're like, oh, my God, you know, I don't trust myself because last last um, relationship, this guy did this or this woman did that, and then they ended up screwing me. And so then they, they face every new relationship like this person is potentially going to mess them up. That's what right. the average person does. But what I'm suggesting is when you review your relationship. Look at what you learned from the relationship. Look at what role you actually played, and be honest. Be truthful about it, because it's easy to blame somebody else for the demise or for how how things went down. But at the end of the day, we all have to be responsible for whatever relationship we're in. If you're in a relationship with a man and he cheats on you, and you've been with him for twelve years, it ain't his fault. It's not him. Why? Because you have to take responsibility for staying in that relationship. You have to take responsibility for allowing that behavior. And you have to take responsibility for the thoughts and beliefs that you have about yourself that allows you to be there. And that's hard for most people to do. But why but is that? Why is it hard? Why is it hard? It's like, why do because people... Because most people don't want to hold the mirror up to their own face. And also, we are in a victim mentality society. We had Dr. Freud and Dr. Joyce Brothers and all these other people for a long time telling us it's not your fault. You do this, your mother did it. You do this, your father's fault. You you drink too much, oh, you were traumatized. You beat up somebody, oh, this happened. It's always a reason that is not your responsibility for why you behave the way you behave, and that's our society. So now people have become accustomed to finding a scapegoat for whatever's happening in their life. So right. it's always so much easier for me to go, I can't stand you because you made me unhappy, than it is for me to go, wait a minute, I was here, I knew he was cheating, and every time he did it, I took him back. He punched me in the eye, and I could have left, but I didn't. Right. I, you know, so we, we it's, it's, like I said, it's easier to point the finger at somebody else than take responsibility. So, in, again, in your scenario, your next, your next step is just review and review honestly what, what did you do right? What do you feel you did right in the relationship? Then you think, oh, you know, I could have done this a little better or I could have done this a little differently and maybe had a different outcome. What contributing factor did you have to the demise of the relationship? Well, you know what? <laughs> That's real, though. That's real, though. And I looked at it like that. You know, for the last five years, I've been able to look in the mirror and drink my cup of tea. You know, well, I know most people won't drink their cup of tea. You know what I mean? I actually had to drink my whole cup of tea. Like you said, you are the part of your mess up and you are a part of your solution, period. I mean, it, it just boils down to either you're going to do something, you will, in, in marriage, somebody you're going to accept it, or they're not going to accept it. That, it, it. It just boils down to that. It's like, it's kind of like getting caught cheating, and now you're going to go home and see how much really your wife loves you or not. If your wife really loves you, she's going to let you stay and going to accept that. If your wife really tired of you, she's going to tell you to either get out and leave and she don't want to be with you more. Either or, no in the middle of the situation. You know what I'm saying? And once I started looking at those things and, 
looking at the dynamics of feelings and looking at the dynamics of the momentum of, uh, of a person. It's like, you know, at the beginning of marriage, it was always so powerful and so much fun and energy and trust. And, you know, I remember the time when I played, we played the dating game at a, at a, at a, at a, at a, at a uh, party. I mean, we, we played this dating game, and, and to be honest with you, it was like we, we wanted the game. We won the game. We won this dating game because every question that was asked um, about about a relationship, we knew it. We knew it, you know, and it was just so wonderful at the time. And, and what I'm saying is, why was so great at the beginning? It's just so, oh my God, it's just this, like you in the palace in Rome somewhere in the Colosseum, just, you know. But I want to say one thing: it's t25cl.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. Quantum Politics, this is Elizabeth Elvis Murphy. Our guest tonight, DeAndre Bonds, uh, he had an emergency, so we'll have somebody step in. This is Tiffany. She's a dear friend of mine. We're talking about divorce, marriage, and any other thing the person would love to talk about. We're really talking about going to talk about the Queen's Night, you know, on what levels y'all can go to because I know this for a fact that it's the King's house until the Queen come home. I know that for a fact. You know, I just have to come down and break on down on that one. It's the king's house to the queen come off. You know what I mean? Because, um, you know, hey, y'all that y'all that golden y'all that golden child of hurt. And you got to give that back to y'all. You know, so if I got to be the first brother to say that, just get it started. I will. Um, Fifth, uh, what do you think about? I'm sorry. I want to go back to something you said a little earlier, and what you said about. you made a statement, but I don't think you understood the the power of the statement and the problem with the statement. And the statement was, if my wife really loves me, she'll stay. If my wife doesn't love me, she'll do this. And I know that wasn't your thought, but that is exactly the way a lot of people view relationships. People are in relationships, and you ask, how does it go so bad? Well, right. one is, a lot of people are looking for relationships to complete them and make them whole. So they're not happy before they get into the relationship or they haven't done the work that is needed on themselves to, to properly have a foundation to be in a relationship with somebody else. Like we all have things that we need to work out. We all have things that are uniquely ours, our experiences, our previous relationships, our thoughts, our, our, our life influences our religion, whatever the case may be. So if I go, I don't know who I am, but I want a man, and then I meet a man, I don't know who I am, but this man makes me happy, right? So we're happy, but I don't know who I am, and he doesn't really know who I am. And then we start to wear off. The newness starts to wear off, and either I have started to discover myself, and now the, the me that I'm discovering doesn't jive with the person that I'm with, or they start to discover more about themselves, and the me that I am doesn't work with who they're becoming. So people start to gain experience, and they start to gain education, and they start to gain different levels of mentality and spirituality, and a lot of times people aren't growing together. So they're not right. on the same page. And so when they're not on the same page, then they grow apart. 
But then back again to that statement, we're always looking for somebody to validate us and prove most people have have uh, the idea that there's not enough love in this world because of the experiences that they've had either with parents, other lovers. And so if I'm saying if somebody truly loves me, they'll do this, then that means that I have a problem with my self-esteem. My problem is not with whether a person loves me. My problem is with whether I love myself. Because once we love ourselves and once we understand ourselves and we accept ourselves, then we don't have to look for other people to validate us. Right. So then, right, therefore, right. we don't have to constantly test people. Well, if you love me, you'd stay. You, that's not love. Testing somebody in that fashion is not love. That is you seeking attention and you seeking validation for a sense of lack that you have. It's not about the other person. Wow. Well, that you know that that's that's kind of powerful. You know, I kind of went on to the the. The audience get bored, so I'm going to go. You know, i got the lines open, so, you know, we got all the ladies on the line right now. So if anybody want to um, ask any questions about anything about relationships or divorce or uh, what it takes, you know, we can, like I said, we can go to speak on the women, what the women can do now to, to, to get to the next level, what it's going to take, what's that next level of going there for the ladies, you know. Uh, does anybody on the line have any questions or um, we to talk about, you know, these types of situations as far as relationships or divorces or, or, or just trying to get to the next level and trying to find out how to find you a, a, a partner. Uh, or do anybody have any suggestions on how to find a, a, a partner? Is it the date lines? Is it the website? Is it going to the club? Is it, where do you find them at the church? Or where do you find them at the church? Uh, where do you go? I mean, anybody have any questions for the guests? Hey, Lorenzo, it's Roslyn with T25CL. Sir, how are you? Fine. Hey, Roslyn. Hi, Miss Tiffany. How are you? I'm fantastic, lady. Been busy finishing up my book and getting stuff done, lady. I know that's right. I know that's right. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I have been busy as well. I've been busy. But tonight's topic is a very interesting topic. I I, I applaud Lorenzo for, you know, you know, getting it off the cuff. He he does it. He does it. You know. Um, but my my um I don't really have a question really, uh, more so of a statement, um, because it's, it, everything that's been, you know, so far said tonight, I I really agree on that because, you know, with a true relationship, this is just from my point of view, is you know, you gotta love yourself first before you can love somebody else. You know, you can go through your, your 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 hard times. Like for myself, you know, um, I've not been divorced. Um, I've been with, and maybe it's a little a little you know a little on a different different scope. But still, you know, you're still wanting to have that you know special person that's gonna love you the way you want to be loved, treated the way you want to be treated. But still, you know, you're thinking about your, you know, think about how, you know, you're gonna make yourself happy, and make the other individual happy, and it's a step by step process in learning one another. You, you, you know, it's nothing that happens overnight. It definitely doesn't happen overnight. But it's a step by step process, and there's no one perfect. That's for sure. And you're not going out there trying to find the finest guy out there, you know, because he can be a dog. And, you know, you're looking for, and not even looking. I mean, sometimes you just, 
You know, don't go out there and start looking. You know, it's gonna if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. It's gonna come your way. Um, but you know, I'm just gonna turn it back over to you, Miss Tiffany. But um, I'm just saying, you know, I, I agree with what you're saying tonight. You know. Oh, thank you very much. You know, it's. It, I think there's so many topics to be able to talk about, and like you said, Lorenzo always gets stuff going and and, and flowing, and he has. He has such an interesting life himself, and I and you know I, I'm not trying to hijack your show, Lorenzo. But the thing that I admire about him, you know, being with him is he truly is one of those people who learns and is open to the diverse experiences of life. He he doesn't let where he comes from stop him from going anywhere. Yeah, he exactly. doesn't let it it. it he doesn't let anybody put him in a box. He doesn't let anybody keep his mentality in a box. And so, you know, his energy and his his way of moving through this world is actually exemplary. And if we had more men who follow his lead and are able to say, because, you know, you know, Lorenzo, he's all man. There's no question about it. But he's not afraid to deal with his feminine side. He's not afraid to go, you know what, I don't understand that. He's not afraid to say, hey, I want to help you. I want to take care of you. And that is the thing that makes him the most powerful. And that also is the thing that will help you, Lorenzo, in your next relationship is because you've learned so much in the five years you've been apart from this person and continually are are growing spiritually and, you know, socially and in so many ways, by the time you get into your next relationship, that woman better be ready because you're not, you're not easy. Oh, and no. it's not not easy as in not easy to get along with, but you are forced to be reckoned with because you know who you are. And now you understand the value of who you are and the value of what you bring, not just to a relationship, but to your community and to your world, and that's wow. the thing that, as a coach, you know that's that's my that's my that's my trumpet that I'm always blasting is getting people to understand on a very personal level that you matter, and once you get that, then everything else in your life gets better. The way you treat people, the way people treat you. That's right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is T two five CL dot com. Galaxy Talk Radio, Compton Politics tonight. We have just an open forum tonight talking about relationships, marriage, and the queens of the Nile are women. Um, we have Tiffany on the line. We have, uh, hey, Michelle, you're still on the line? Who is that on the line from Southern California? I see somebody still on the line being real quiet. Yeah, I'm huh? still on the line. I'm listening. Okay, is there any questions or anything? I mean, What's new? What you got going well, I'm gonna, on? Well, I'm going to listen because, you know, I'm a single woman and I'm trying to find out why I have relationships and they don't laugh. I don't know if I get frustrated and just give up or but my patience is short. So I'm trying to get some tools here tonight. <laughs> okay. So do you, do you have, if you don't, do you mind getting a Are little coaching vibe? I don't mind. I don't mind. Go ahead. You can ask me anything. I'm very open. Okay. So, you know, the goal is always to help not just you, but, you know, other people who are going through the same thing. So one of my first questions is, on average, how long do your relationships last? 
Well, the last one lasted a year. Okay. And so who ended it, you or him? I did. Why? I just got tired of the relationship. It wasn't going anywhere. Okay, so when you say it wasn't going anywhere, what exactly do you mean? It wasn't going. Where did you want it to go? Well, he had, this was a guy who had uh, male issues. I don't know if we would call it male menopause, but he wasn't able to function, and he refused to get help. He wasn't able to function in an intimate manner? Correct. <laughs> okay. And he wasn't willing to get help. No. So the relationship, it wasn't that the relationship wasn't going anywhere. It was that the bedroom no, the relationship wasn't. was fine. The relationship okay. was fine, but I was just frustrated. <laughs> okay, so we got to get clear on that because this is the thing that happens. A lot of us group stuff together, and then we say, oh, well, it just didn't work instead of really breaking down the elements and the pieces of it and then understanding why we made the choices or the or the understanding, you know, that we have of a situation. So... You said he wasn't willing to get help. So was was the problem, was that problem from the beginning of the relationship or did you have a long span of time before you actually found out and then it didn't work? Yeah. Right. I had. He didn't tell me at first. I just thought he was being a gentleman. And when I found out, he told me, well, he didn't tell me because when he tells the women that he dates, they usually leave. And he didn't want me to leave, so he didn't want me to know. Okay. Wow. And so you, he said, you said that he wasn't willing to get help. Right. Had he tried to do something before and it didn't work, or did he just say, I'm like this? Well, well it didn't work. <laughs> That's the only way I can explain it. It's like he couldn't try because it, it, it didn't move or anything. It didn't work. <laughs> so, no, so what I'm saying is, had he been to a doctor, had he had he to deal with it? Did he even know what was causing? Well, I went with him to the doctor, and um, he told me they said there wasn't nothing wrong with him, but he had an accident maybe a few years earlier. And I think that was the cause of it. But he didn't want to, he just didn't want to get any help. I don't know why. I don't know if it was pride, what it was. But I I felt like we didn't have a a relationship because, you know, there was no intimacy. And he would always try to go to sleep before I went to sleep because he didn't even want that to be brought up. Okay, so... It's, it's safe to say that sex is very important to you. It's a fact. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, no let's be honest. It's, let's be honest. It's a very important factor. Correct. Yes. And, okay, you know, so it, wasn't, I was, it wasn't how was that. the rest of the relationship. Wonderful. So he treated you with respect? Definitely. He spent money on you? 
Well, I have my own money, but, yeah, we spent money on each other. He wasn't rich or anything like that. You know? Okay. I so, believe in, you know, paying. I don't have a problem with paying. I have my own money. But the question is, uh-huh. if you had ten things that you wanted in a man, okay. did he have nine of them? I would say he had nine of them, nine and a half of them, but that one thing. Oh. Okay, so here, so I'm going to bring this back to the circle. Here, here, you know, I'm not saying that his issue wasn't a real issue or wasn't a serious part of the relationship <sighs> because, you know, I love intimacy. But I want to take note of how you lump the whole, the whole, um, relationship into it wasn't going anywhere. Well, because and that he wasn't help. Right, because Without to me, if he, if he wasn't willing to get help, we couldn't go to the next level because I don't want to be in a relationship where there's no intimacy. I mean, and, and I don't want to sit around with someone and be cuddled up and then know at the end of the night there's no magic when you could just go get help at the doctor. And um, you know, and I agree. I agree with you. He's he's got to be a willing participant. So, were was it something that you guys did? You guys end up arguing about that factor, or did you just one day go, you know what, you're not getting help, and I'm deuces. Peace out. Basically, <laughs> I didn't want them politics. I didn't okay. want to argue because I didn't want him to feel bad about something he couldn't help. I mean, what I when I say that, I mean he could help it if he went to the doctor. Or it took a little something. He could have he could have went and got some help, but he his his pride wouldn't let him do that. He told himself nothing's wrong, and then I feel bad. Like now he begs me back, and I'm like, are you you know? I'm sorry. <laughs> are you so, going? You know. Don't, 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 don't and I thank you for being so transparent and being open with it. Yeah, and, he got to get anywhere else. Either he gonna get some medication, or the, until you get medication and you on that medication and it's working, then there's nothing until it's proven, there's no getting back together. I'm sorry. Okay, so let me, I would rather be by myself and not do it at all than to be with a man that can't do it. I, I just I, I just could take it. My blood pressure was up. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I, I get it. Y'all, we're going to speak. But here's, one, here's one thing that I understand about men, and Lorenzo, correct me if you're wrong, if I'm wrong, sorry. Men have very fragile egos. Thank you. And so to be able to talk about having that, his his essence of manhood, because I don't know what his past experiences are. I don't know what his experience with his mother was. I don't know what his experience was with other women. But that is a very detrimental thing to happen to a man. And men already have fragile egos. So if it's, if this thing worked and you did leave, it would still be very very crushing to him. Okay. Of course, it, it doesn't matter. If a woman leaves man, if a woman leaves the woman gonna leave you, regardless of work or not. But right. it's kinda right. like what I'm saying what I'm saying, what I'm saying about this is that we're talking about a fragile ego. And then we're talking about the way in which we communicate with our men. Us as black mm-hmm. women especially have a way of communicating with our men that is common but it's not necessarily the best way. 
there are ways that we talk to our men, and in a lot of cases, we give our men ultimatums. And giving any man, whatever color he is, an ultimatum doesn't usually work because then you are in direct conflict with his ego. You are in direct conflict with his manhood. And he may have had a domineering mother. He may not have. He may have flashbacks of a mean grandmother that beat him with a cane, whatever. But when you start telling him it's either or, when you give anybody an either or, Uh then, yes, pride does come up into it. Pride does come up into it. And I'm not saying that you don't have the right to want what you want. What I'm saying is there may be a better way to communicate with him to get him to understand that you're supporting him and you're wanting him to get help is not about dogging him or, you know, getting him in a, in a, in a weakened state, but because you believe in him, because you care for him. And because you care for the relationship, you're willing to work with him through that. And because a lot of our men aren't used to being um, compassionately revered by their women, mm-hmm. it's hard, just like it's hard for us sometimes when a guy comes up and he's nice and you're like, oh, you're too good to be true. And what do we do? We start backpedaling like, uh-uh, something's wrong. Why? Because he's nice. Because we're used you know, in, in many instances, we're used to somebody who's not nice, who's a liar, who's a cheater, who's doing something. So when somebody comes into our life that is not the same as what we're used to experiencing or what we know, then it, it gets kind of doubtful. So now, going back to you and him, he's had experiences with women probably, I know some women probably have called him limp so-and-so, cussed him out, said some other stuff to him that probably hurt his feelings and hurt his pride. So now he doesn't want you to go, but he doesn't know how to make you stay. And so he's probably going, he's probably going, "Mm mm-hmm, this is the same stuff, and I just don't want to talk about it. I just don't want to talk about it. If I don't talk about it, then maybe, you know, maybe it'll be okay. Well, well, once he didn't take the medication, and then his approach to me was because he knew what he wasn't able to do, he blamed me. He kept telling me it was me, maybe he wasn't attracted to me. He just he did it all wrong. And when he started saying those type of things, I was like, okay, then I'm out. <laughs> because I wanted to help him, and I told him, I said, you know, oh, yeah, just need some help. We can still be together. You know, I understand. I was there for him. I even went with him to the doctor, but... He, but for some reason, he'd rather, be, you know, lie to himself because he wasn't lying to me um, than get help. That's why I, just, I got yes. frustrated. He, believe me, he's suffering. He's suffering, and it's not just about that. Now, if he got help, would you go back to him? Well, we've been apart a year now. So I've been thinking about it. I mean, because, you know, I just started back dating, and it was horrible. And I look at it, he had more to offer than sex, but at the time, <laughs> I couldn't take it no more because I had come from a situation where I was, you know, I had a friend, and he was really regular. And I go from deciding, okay, I don't want just a relationship that's not committed. I want to be in one that's committed and then get one and get involved in, in a relationship where it's totally committed. I'm getting everything I prayed for, but I never thought I had to pray that 
No. <laughs> I don't know how much you supposed oh, to say on radio, so, you know, well, you know, me and you've talked about it a little bit, you know, I tell you everything, but anyway, um, but I just think oh, yeah, I didn't think that I would have to tell him, you know, pray for a man where his penis will work. I didn't think that. So I got everything I wanted except for that, you know, and that became a factor. I just couldn't do it without it. It's just like crazy. So I'm, I'm going to share a very personal part of my life. The reason why I can speak to you about that and that conversation okay. is um, – because when I first got with my husband, now I have, I, I, I have a healthy sex drive. I have a very healthy sex drive. And up until I met my current husband, I, my, my ex-husband were, you know, there, there was, a, there was, a, there was a, um, a speed, you know, there was a flow that came with it. And when I met and, and, started dating my husband, he's not like any other man I've ever met. Nothing huh? like it. He's a hundred percent man, but he doesn't have a super high sex drive. He's not one of those men that ogles women. Like he'll notice them but he don't care. They can walk by and he's like, Yeah, all right, that's another chick. Like he's very he's just he's on a a, a calmer level than most men. Right. I had just to that. My my sex drive was healthier than his. So where I was ready to batten down the hatches, he'd be like, "Okay, yeah, I'm not not today, not feeling it." Okay, well, that's and it wasn't, fine. and it, it wasn't. But but wait a minute, it wasn't that he didn't desire me. It was just that he had a lower drive. And then there came a point in time where, yeah, we had that problem that you have. Uh, and then I had to make a choice. But the difference was he was willing to get help. He was willing to work with me and work with it. So that does make a difference. But also, yeah. I had a choice in the conversation where I I had to choose how I was going to treat because I understood it was a very sensitive issue. I understood that for any man, that's something very hard to deal with, especially if you're used to having – I mean, he had a healthy one. It just wasn't up to the level of mine. That's all I'm saying. You know, it, it, so it, it was a challenge. But the thing that got me through was also there were ten things I wanted, and he had nine and a half. Right. Now, I got to choose what was more important at this stage in my life. And I realized I had had a whole lot of intimacy before I got with him. No, right. Let me take that back. I'm sorry. I, I was using that to be politically correct. I'm gonna say it the way it really is. I had a whole lot of sex before I had. Well, I was with my husband. Right. So I knew. I you know I, I knew what that side was like. However, what I gained from my husband that was beyond sex was intimacy. And so I had to build on the intimacy that we shared because the intimacy that we shared was not about the sex that we shared. Uh, and right. then I'm I'm now, I mean I'll fast forward, but now I'm so close and intimate with my husband. I don't I get such a fulfillment. I don't even need sex as much as I, I did before. 
And I also understand that him coming to my life was by design because sex is often a distraction. It's like food. It's like candy. It's, and, I mean, like I said, I love it. So I'm not saying we ain't supposed to have it or like it. But it's like anything else that you can be addicted to, television, reality shows, drugs, whatever can distract you from, one, pursuing your purpose. And I believe that everybody in life has a purpose or a calling, whatever it is. If it's to bake cookies for Girl Scouts, that's what it is. But everybody has a calling. So for me, I needed that slowdown in my life. And I didn't recognize it at first. Because I'm thinking, wait, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. I'm going, wait a minute, wait a minute, right? But I needed that slowdown so that I could start to focus on my purpose. And my calling is very powerful. But if I still had that same front of my mind focus, then I wouldn't be where I am right now. I wouldn't be helping women and people and children like I do right now because I'd still be trying to get in the bed. Uh, well, for me, no, I was going to say for me, it wasn't like I needed a think It was a mental thing. I needed to know it worked. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, that was just talking politics. It's the CPC Talk Radio. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. We've got a hot subject tonight. I did not know where we were going to go with this because it's very well educational. There's um, another man on the line somewhere. I think I heard somebody in the line somewhere, way in the cut. There's an address that just came in about 15 minutes ago. Who was that last caller that came in? Joe Knowledge. All right, Joe Knowledge. Um, Joe, are you the main one? I'm so glad you called, bro. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that, uh, you know, it was going down, but, you know, uh, you're hearing these words, right? uh, I'm I'm sure Joe got some questions for that. Uh, 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 I'm gonna let him bring that up because it's just at the right time. I'm glad he called. Um, I know the, the chief is on the line too. Uh, it's 8:20 right now, uh, and it looks like we're gonna stop right now. You know, as far as what I can see, hey Joe, what kind of questions do you have for the sister tonight? You know, as far as the conversation about relationships, divorce, marriage, sticking in there, hanging there, and I think she hit on the main part that we both probably shook on. As far as we heard when she said how the women speak to us and, and don't understand it's a different way you can tell it, but you might just end up doing it. Could you express on uh, uh, just a subject about what you're talking about, uh, Joe, if you don't mind to, uh, to uh, talk me? All right. Well, I kind of just came in, so I didn't hear the whole conversation, but just a little bit of her. One of the things I want to touch on is uh, how we speak is very important. Um, in the beginning was a word. The word was a sound, which was a frequency. So for every word you speak, you speak is a sound of creation, whether it's good or bad. The woman has a lot of power. She is the original power behind the throne. Um, she's like the center of any family unit. The man and kids evolve around her. Everything she say could either uplift, mislead, or beat down. If she uplifts the kids and men's around her, they go out and conquer the world. But if mislead them and beat them down, well, it's a challenging road. It doesn't mean defeat, but it's a challenging road to overcome those uh, negative obstacles, you know. Um, a lot of times people be in a situation where everybody around them is 
lower frequency thinkers, I like to call them. Um, what I mean by that is when they teach you to pray, they tell you to be thankful. That's causing you to think of something that makes you happy, raising you to your highest frequency. Then they say pray as God has already done it for you. Um, at the same time, you should be visioning uh, 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 yourself doing it at that high frequency, feeling all that joy, watching yourself do it, and then watch it roll out like a video camera. So the things we say are very powerful. In elementary, we used to fight over mama jokes. In junior high, we had mama jokes. We raised our frequency. We raised our conscious level. We was no longer thinking on those lower conscious thinking. Uh, when I speak about chakras, I was also thinking about conscious, talking about conscious levels, kundalini, raising your frequency. It's all the same thing. Uh, some people, terribly speaking, uh, fight over mama jokes their whole life, or should I say stay in a lower consciousness or a lower frequency type of thinking. You can create on both levels. You can create on your high frequency. You can create on your low frequency. Life will evolve in front of you. So I encourage everyone to be uh, inspirational, everything we, you know, to be more encouraging and inspirational to others and realizing that everybody doesn't um, have the same abilities or disabilities, if you will, and nobody should be crushed about them. You know, like you say, men's egos or something else. We're very easy to please, you know. You stroke our back, and we will do more of that to get more of them strokes on the back because, really, a stroke on the back is a chemical reaction that everyone needs. They did a study of people who grew up without being patted on the back, and those people ended up crazy, insane houses, uh, bums living under the freeway because it's like a necessity to know what we're doing right. If we know what we're doing right, we can do more of it. But when uh, some relationships, the women want to put you down all the time, never acknowledge what you do right. You know, when you do something right, they are hey, nothing you're supposed to do that. So now you're killing a person's uh, energy to keep going forward or frequency to keep going forward. It's like, what, what am I doing this stuff for if I'm not getting any uh, accolades, if you will. I know it sounds selfish or, or self-centered, but these things help us help motivate us. If you're not motivating the situation around you, it's not going to – you can't build a house on negativity. You can only build it on, uh, 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 you know, positive energy and thoughts and thinking about the future and solution. Thinking about the problem and being happy will never meet. Never the two shall meet. So when you think about something bad, it's causing you to feel bad. So that's why we must concentrate on the solutions and, and try to figure out how we can be a more inspiration and, and encouraging to every situation. In right, 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 right. That's, that's lovely. So, Tiffany, do you have any uh, rebound on that, what you were speaking on? You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, Joe spoke exactly to why I have shifted my, my coaching to restoring, um, reconnecting women to the art of womanhood because being a woman is an art form. And I've said it for so many years because as I watched the state of women deteriorate around me, I just knew they didn't understand the power of who we are and the purpose that we serve. And so, again, like I said, I believe everybody's called to do something in life, and it is very true. My, my specific um, call, like I said, is the art of womanhood, which is reconnecting women to the power of their purpose and the purpose of their creation. And my, and, my, and my stance is if we heal the woman, we heal the family, heal the community, to heal the world. Because women were, we have three main functions. We have three main functions. The first one is to be nurturers and healers. The second one is we bring balance. We were created to bring a balance. 
Correct. If you think about it, if you if you know the story of the Garden of Eden, any other mystical historical story, there's always a, a yin and a yang. So the woman was the yin to the man's yang. We were brought forth to balance, Correct. right? And then the third thing is, we are we are here to bring life. We nurture, heal, and bring life. We deliver life. No, but no other species, no no man can do that. A man can aid in the creation of life, but he cannot harvest it. He cannot nurture it. He cannot grow it. That is a woman's job. Now, as women, bringing balance. If we're imbalanced, then whatever mm-hmm. seed we produce is going to be imbalanced mm-hmm. as well. Here's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Here's what I'm talking about. Again, we have a, a very specific energy and understanding that the power of enlightenment, the power of the greatest power and force in the world, in planetary, is female. It's feminine energy, and this is not a, a feminist point of view. This is just you look at it. We have Mother Earth, we have Mother Nature, and then there's us. Those are the three most powerful forces in the, in the universe, other than God. <laughs> All right? So we have Earth. What happens if Earth soil is contaminated and you put a seed in the ground? It will grow, but it will grow deformed or less than it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Mother Nature, you start messing with it, messing with the crops, the land, you start messing with stuff, what happened? We got global warming, right? Now we're here with women all over the world. And what's happened is we're out of balance because mm-hmm. one, feminine energy is a receiving energy, right? Light sockets, earth. Everything, you put stuff into female, right? Everything is, everything feminine receives. But we've got into the habit of giving, and that's a masculine energy. So in our giving, we've moved males out of the way, and now we're giving and we're giving and we're depleting ourselves because that's not what we're meant to do. We're meant to share, we're meant to nurture, but giving the way we give is not what we're supposed to do. And so now we have, we've taken the male energy out, we've moved the man out of the way, and we're trying to cover all of this stuff that we're not meant to cover, and then mm-hmm. we're having babies. Now we're having babies. So now for nine months, this child is not hanging out drinking shots. For nine months, this child is absorbing our energy, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If we're mm-hmm. anxious, if we're stressed, if we're angry, if we're hateful, if we're bitter, if all those things are in our spirit, we are infusing mm-hmm. them into our child. I see. And so when we give birth to this baby, the baby is now predisposed to all of this, all of this negativity and all of this deformity. Now, it's not to say that the child will automatically show those things but just give it a little push in one direction, now he's predisposed to be depressed. He's predisposed to, be, to have attention deficit. He's predisposed to be bipolar. He's predisposed to be stressed because he got it from his mama. Wow. That's wow. Can I add to that? Can I add to that? Oh, that's spectacular. They say you teach a man, 
you raise a village. You teach a, teach a woman, you raise a nation. Uh, you talked about Mother Earth and Mother Nature. There's also Mutnut. Mutnut is that white haze you see in the sky at night in a clear, if you like somewhere in the high desert or up north where you can really see the stars. There's a white haze up there. That white haze is the Milky Way. That's the remnants of what's left of, of what made our solar system. They call her Mutnut. That's where you get the word Mother Nature from, by the way. Uh, just like in every family, the oldest woman in the family is usually the matriarch of the family, even if grandpa's alive. And it's been like that since the beginning of time. Um, oh, there's some good stuff you're speaking on today. Uh, um, <laughs> man, I, man, for real, because the, the black woman technically – we call, see, I study African culture, uh, comedic science, if you will. And we, we're, I'm one of the people that's restoring your queendom as we speak. Um, <clears throat> whew, boy, so many yeah, things I, I, I said. Right? I said, if the king talks to the queen, come home. And I really do mean that. And, really and they said mean. the black woman is the original savior because she's the first teacher of, of humanity. When that child, the spark of life happens in the micro-universe of our womb and it runs over and attaches to the inside of you, at that moment you become that child's savior. There's uh, states right now that will take you to jail for having a miscarriage if they can prove you did anything wrong. So if you don't take care of that baby and do that baby right, that baby don't make it. When them babies was born and they didn't get no titty milk in the first two uh, months of the, uh, I mean, the uh, first two hours of their existence, they go back to chill with the ancestors. So once again, she becomes our savior. Now, as I out of 10, when we get older and we get sick or are in jail, who's usually coming to help us? It's usually a female becoming our savior once again. Now they're saying that if we educate our women and raise another two or three generation of kids on the truth, we can flip everything around 20, 25 years from now. So they're talking about the black woman as a whole, not as an individual, but as a whole at a unified conscious level, raising new generations of kids on the truth and will be the savior of humanity, pulling us all back together. Right now, there is a global uh, international movement on the truth, and the truth is written in stone because you can't revise the stone. What's older, the writings on stone or the writings on paper? And when we look at the stones, we put the woman at the top of the food chain. All the pharaohs were women. And, and they chose the king. That's why they're the power behind the throne. Only during the 200 years of the Hicksox invasions did men become pharaohs because they, they didn't understand the teachings and twisted it and made themselves pharaohs. But in reality, all the pharaohs were actually women. If you look at some of the older uh, uh, artwork and see that, most of the ancient pharaohs looked like women. They looked very feminine because they weren't. But they try to erase that so they can keep you women on a lower chakra thinking. Um, so that lower chakra thinking can come out into your, like you say, your siblings. See, where we come from, we honor the woman. All them big monolithic temples that we built were built for women. We put the, on the ceiling, we would paint the body of a black woman and put stars in her body because she represented the, the, the earth being, the solar system being birthed into existence. existence. Anything being birthed into existence is considered a female aspect, the goddess aspect, the material aspect. God itself is an essence, the almighty all. Everything God is is absolute. God's language is math. God's laws are 
nature's laws because it's absolute and unchangeable. God doesn't make decisions. His laws is infinite. One of his laws is karma. So the good you put out, the good you get back. The good frequencies you put out, the good frequencies you get back. That's why paying your tithes is giving back to man, plant, animal, whether it's food, water, shelter, a glass of water, or a jacket, or just being an inspiration to others because it's equivalent to giving back to God. Now, when any of those things Think about the good you did for them. They're sending you that good karma whether you're alive or dead. That's why when we build an altar, we'll put a picture of our loved one and something to remind us of that loved one that makes us happy so that we can constantly send that good energy to that person. And I've been dealing with a lot of stuff this week, and I've literally had to dig deep in these teachings as far as calling on my ancestors and understanding that no one actually passes away because you cannot kill a spirit. A spirit moves on and becomes part of your power source or your spiritual power, you know, that's helping you and guiding you and opening up doors. And I've been calling, I had about four people pass away this week, and I've had to call on all of them to keep me sane, if you will. <laughs> uh, thanks for letting me share. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Talking Politics. That's my boy, Joe Knowledge. we got Tiffany on the phone. we got Michelle on the phone. we got Robin and the chief is getting ready to come down to, the, to, uh, to L.A., you know, from Oak, from Oakland. So, you know, they just give them some blessings on their travels oh, oh. down here. <laughs> I, I want to kind of go back to Michelle. Michelle, uh, we, I know we kind of veered all the way left in this in this conversation because, you know, uh, uh, Joe Knowledge got some knowledge for you. So you're going off on a whole planetary ride. But I want to go back to what we were discussing and get your thoughts on it because you, you weren't able to say what you what you thought about the idea of the communication and, and the possible. And if you don't want to share a, about how you interacted, you don't have to, but if you thought about it, did you did you interact on, or communicate with him on all levels that were not necessarily um, adversarial or, or that were comforting for him? Well, no. During the relationship, I only brought it up at the end of the relationship, and I only kept it positive. I would never be mean to him because he was such a good man to me. I would never be mean to him. So it was one of those things we talked about, and he just refused to get help, and I was fine. And I told him I couldn't deal with it. He should have told me that up front and not wait a year to tell me. But I was never mean or cruel to him or used it as a reason why we broke up. I just told him I just couldn't deal with it. I couldn't handle it. So I would never okay. be mean to him. Never. I'm well, still not You have, so you were able to have a conversation and express what you wanted without belittling him or putting him down. And that's, that's a step above a lot of people. Um, right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. His reaction has everything to do with him and not to do with you. But right. I knew that. All, you know, we all have to take, as I was saying earlier, take responsibility for our part and how we approach right. because you right. give out definitely what comes back. And going back to my own situation, my husband is one of the most secure men that I've ever met in my life. He is very masculine, but he's not overly. I mean, he's masculine just because he's six foot five. And, and you know, that's that's the first thing. But he knows himself so well that there's nothing I could. I know there's nothing I could ever force him to do. I can't talk down to him because he knows who he is so much. I can never belittle him or talk to him in a condescending or demeaning way. And that's not my style anyway. But knowing that, 
I, I think about how the, the, the relationship should have went different if I didn't stand in my power and understand I had the power to to affect the situation in a certain way. And the, way, and the words that I spoke to him were either going to breathe life into our relationship and breathe life into him, or they want to destroy it and destroy him. And so I chose to speak to him in a way which I actually coach. I always ask questions. Well, what do you want to do? How do you want to handle this? What do you think? Where do you think we could, you know? And so... Again, there's a way to speak to a man that still allows him to have his pride, his masculinity, and his manhood, but also gives him space to be vulnerable and to say, okay, he really is here for me, and fall back. Because as much as men won't admit it, they like being nice and cuddly with their women. They want their women to comfort and cuddle them. They want their women to say, baby, come lay your head on my chest and know that everything is going to be all right. You've been a lion all day. Now come home and be with the lioness, and I got you. Yeah. You know what? This is Country Politics. This is Lorenzo Murphy. This is a great show tonight. Uh, I mean, mean, I'm just, like, really stuck with words. I didn't know what this night was going to bring, what we were going to talk about. Uh, I had a special guest supposed to come on tonight. Uh, He had a family. He had an emergency. I respect that. Uh, Next week, uh, I'm supposed to have... Florence Jr. brother, actually he called while I was on the phone. I was trying to get him to call in tonight, you know, we talk about divorce and stuff, but I know for sure I'm going to have him on the show next week. We're going to find out what really happened to Florence Joyner. Uh She did not die of a heart attack. Uh, you know, this is Compton Politics. I'm going to get real deep in some of my subjects in the next couple of weeks. I'm even going to even speak to somebody about the show tonight situation. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with that right there. Uh, that actually went viral with the videos. You can go on uh, YouTube and put in the TMZ. Shake Knife for the, is unbelievable. You're talking about content issues. That is a real content politic. It's unbelievable how that guy just, I mean, random dudes over. I mean, just on some real, I'm not trying to change the subject, but I'm just saying what I'm going to be speaking about in my later shows. Uh, Tiff, uh, I really enjoy you, you know, coming on tonight with this. And I'm sure a lot of people learning and hearing uh, information, you know, I'm running tonight too. Like I said, I received my my great walking papers today. It was just a finalized notification. <laughs> like to say, you can start from here, and that's where the conversation started from. Because I started it uh, because I ended up getting my walking papers today, and I was very happy. It was a positive uh, positive thing for me. You know, let me know I can move on in life. You know, um, you can go through things without becoming enemies at the end. That's the whole thing about what we're really talking about is how do you uh, break up break up in a good manner, you know, to where y'all still friends and you're still communicating, you know. Um, anybody have any more things you want to speak on, speak about, any more questions about the factor on what's going on? you have any questions for Tiff tonight? Anybody? Uh, I know Chief said he had uh, sent me a message, said he's getting ready for the night, but I don't know. He might be still listening. He might want to say hi or something. I guess not. I guess he's busy right now. Uh, Rosalind, do you have any other questions, anything for the guests tonight? Well, no, not questions, but, you know, I think um, as women, we, we've learned even more uh, in-depth um, knowledge of relationships that we should really be mindful of when we get into a relationship um, to be, you know, that partner that 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 
accentuates the other, you know, yeah. um, to continue to um, just love one another and, and understand one another, have patience with one another, and to be encouraging to one another, you know, and have fun, you know. Uh, you know, of course, it's, it, you know, the sex is good. You know, you, want, you always want that sex to be good, but it's the intimacy. I think that was key that Tiffany said. It's the intimacy. It's not always about the sex. It's the intimacy that really brings you together. And I think as we, as you know, people go back and listen to this show, uh, Lorenzo, um, they'll they'll really get you know get some nuggets. You know, everybody gets a piece of nuggets here and there. You know, even with what uh, Joe Knowledge has shared. You know, that gives us gives us women the, the power. You know, we have to understand where we stand in this universe. You know, and that's key. Um, and Miss Tiffany, I, I was, I was, my, I was really gonna call you. My, you have been on my mind because um, definitely we're, we're gonna have our panel, and I'm definitely gonna have you on our panel, my next panel. All right. Oh, well, I appreciate it. I mean, thank you for you know calling me on the fly, Lorenzo. Because again, it, it this has been a recent shift, but again, for me that this is my full focus. It's not a new subject for me. It's actually something that I've been on for the past several years, but I was running for my calling, which often, that's a whole nother show, but that's something that we often do is that we have a specific thing that we are brought here to heal, to service, to remedy, to to grow. And I was I was not inclined to do two things, and, two, and those two things was work exclusively with women and write, and those are my two gifts. Those are my, I am profound in that, but I was telling God, no, I don't want to do that, and so when we're hard-headed, we suffer. When we don't do what, 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 what it, that little voice is telling us and what we're, what keeps showing up, then we keep struggling, and as soon as I said yes and surrendered to helping and supporting women reconnect. When I tell you the way the words are coming, the way the people are coming, the way the knowledge is coming, it's definitely divine. And so, you know, I'm I'm looking so much forward to really getting into this and increasing the platform because the idea is that, you know, this is a global platform. And like I said, healing for me a very specific focus is working on that mother-daughter dynamic, which needs to be healed so much because we've lost that village mentality and we've stopped giving our daughters what we know. We, our daughters have lost an inheritance because we, wow. have, we have nothing to give them. So they're not inheriting anything from us. They're not inheriting our, you know, mothers used to pass down craft and trade and family history and, and, and family medicine and family spiritual practices. We don't do that anymore because we don't know anything. We're not connected to, again, who we are. So I want, I want to say that this is just great. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to, you know, being on your panel, Rosalind. And then also I just want to say the end note to my situation, Michelle, with my husband is – our intimacy grew so much to where now I will tell anybody, my husband is my earth angel. God gave him to me specifically for this season in my life and for this purpose of my life. Because without him being the man that he is and without me saying, looking past that temporary situation, because it actually ended up being a very temporary situation. So that's the other thing I want to offer you, too. He may be in a state, I don't know if you want to work with it, I don't know if you want to work through it and give it another chance, 
but it was a temporary situation that was in play, I feel, to bring me to a place where I needed to be so I could focus on what I needed to focus on. And now he, he'll outdo me because I'm so focused on my purpose, but also because our intimacy is that good that it doesn't require a penetration. That's and right, I, I, I fall more in love with him every day. And he is, he is there for me like nobody's business. But it's also because I speak to him in a way that nurtured him and healed him and let him know I was there for him and he trusted me. And our communication grew. And from that, now my purpose is flourishing. His life is flourishing because we, we came to an understanding and ability to communicate with one another past that. Right, right, right. You know, this is Trump and Politics with Rizzo Edward Murphy. This is TQ5CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. Now, I'm going to give you all a little information, Ben, that we're on this divorce thing and how to treat people. Well, I've been doing a lot of research, y'all, and I want y'all to go check out My Brother's a Serial Killer on YouTube. It's a major documentary, and the reason why I'm speaking this up is because I'm going to clear my boy up, OJ. I'm sorry, but I'm going to do that. I want you to go check out... On YouTube, my brother's a serial killer, and then you will see who actually killed Ronald Goldman and Nicole Simpson. They got different, like, YouTube blogs up. Go to each one of them. But I think the main documentary is like an hour and 27 minutes. You got another one about two hours. You got some 15 to 10 minutes. But they're going to actually show you who killed Nicole Simpson and Ronald Goldman. They talk about it. They convicted them for the crime. So... I'm just putting that out there because, you know, we talk about divorce and relationships and things that happen and how do you deal with this and that. So I'm just putting that out there just to give you a little information. Uh, go to check out My Brother's A Serial Killer on YouTube. It's a documentary, and it will blow your mind when you see this documentary. Uh, we have Chief on the line. He did take time out. Hello, Chief. How are you doing? Uh, have you been listening to the conversation? Do you have any questions for Tiff or anybody on the line or What's your inspiration word you'd like to say tonight? All right. I just want to say, give the greetings to everyone, and especially Brother Lorenzo with episode number 40. Congratulations to you, sir. You've come a long way in delivering the message all over the planet to to the people and your listeners. And I want to thank Joe Knowledge for coming on again. It's always a pleasure to have him on and, and all the sisters that have come on at just a moment's notice to support you and Sister Rosalind as well. You know, we've been over here um, getting our technology center together. As you can see, if you, when you go to the website, we have a new look on the website. So we're steadily trying to improve T25CL for the convenience of our fan base and to our radio personalities. And so we're steadily trying to improve things, and we're trying to get down to L.A. this week so that we can wrap some things up with our motion picture project, United We Stand, and also several, several meetings and Lo, I'll be meeting with you pretty soon and everybody else. So we want to take care of a lot of business down there. So um, <clears throat> I don't want to get too far off the script because I was in and out and we're over here now working, so it might be a little noisy in the background. And so I know that the subject matter is a very opinionated subject between uh, the black man and the black woman, of course, but it's something that we have to keep doing. And no one individual has all of the answers, but the more that we discuss these issues openly, without debate, without arguing, but just expressing our feelings on it, and the answers will start coming 
to us the more that we talk about it. So we need to keep the subject matter alive. And us as black men, we must continue to support our women and our children and to keep the family unit alive and affected. But it's, it's up to us because the women and the children look up to us as leaders, motivators, teachers, and guides. So that is the message that we as black men <clears throat> must be strong with because we are the leaders of our family unit. And so, sisters, keep it strong and keep us strong, too, because we are depending on you to keep us to going. And so whenever you see a good black man, believe you me, there's a good black woman there beside him. Not behind him, but right there beside him. So I won't take up too much time. I want to give the nation's readings of peace to everybody. And so uh, go ahead on and, and wrap it up and thank everybody for joining in. That's right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's the chief of C25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, worldwide distribution, music, and films. Uh, if you need your music out into the world, this is a worldwide distribution company. If you have a film that you're trying to get out to the world, this is a distribution company. Uh, you can see, go to the T25 brand new website. It is straight to the galaxy. It will take you there without you being in a spaceship. Uh, I want to just thank all my guests. Um, on a call tonight, I mean, like I said, this was like a, a call tip at 7.29. You know what I mean? She called at 7.30 for me. My um, guest was supposed to be Dion, DeAndre Bond, uh, the actor. Um, you know, he had an emergency, which I respect, like I was saying. I'm going to try to reschedule him uh, to come in um, in a couple of weeks or so. But like I said, next Monday I will have Florence Joyner's brother talking about her death what happened to her, how she feels, how she really died. He feels that she didn't die of no heart attack. He's going to get on the line. He's going to tell the truth. He's going to tell the story. Uh, I just want people just to listen in on this. It's going to be very shocking on what you hear because, you know, Comfort Publishing is about getting the truth out about the stories that you usually don't get a hold of or get a chance to hear about. Uh, one day I'm going to try to get um like a chill night person on the line, you know. They've been, they've been calling me, really. But I'm just not ready for that because I had a friend uh, that was posting some stuff up and they actually shut down her Facebook. So uh, you got to be careful about that. If you're right there, um, do anybody have any questions for the guests? I've seen there was a caller guest. Caller 9 just came in. I don't know who it is. They can't come in, but they're in, on, I guess, on the website. I appreciate caller 9 just came in from calling in and listening. Uh, oh, yeah, they're on the chat line. You want to put in a little chat and say who you are? Uh, you're on the log. You log in into the chat line. Um, if you have any words, anybody have any last questions for uh, Tiffany tonight? Nope, just another great show, Lorenzo, another great show. All right, all right. Well, you know, I'm just going to just take it to a place to where, uh, where we usually don't go. And it's just going somewhere to uh, what company policies. You know what? This is my fullest show, everybody. This is the fullest show. The fullest show of company policies. You know what? Go ahead. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. You know, it's just so funny because I was talking to somebody not too long ago the other day, and they were saying, man, you know, your show been going for 44 uh but they say, your show has been going on for a long time. They say, 
usually uh, people think, you know, they get things started out here in L.A., and people just don't keep things going. You know, it don't last long. They, they keep it going. It might last about two months, and it shuts down. You know, and uh, they made a good point to me. They're like, man, your show is still going. I mean, it's just a consistent thing that's going on. He said, they, they actually made sense. They said, you know what? Your show is laughing than the number one hit. And I was like, wow, you're right. My show is lasting than a number one hit that come out. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So, you know, we want to uh, kind of celebrate tonight that is the, y'all are actually on the 40th show of Company Politics. We're looking forward to doing some type of uh, K-5 uh, conference where we're going to probably give out an award, you know, something that we've been talking about. I just think that we need to do that to show appreciation to the, our callers and all our guests that's on the line. Um, so what do you think about something like that, uh, Rosalind and Chief, you know, throwing some type of uh, award show? You know, later on down the line, once we get everything situated, how did a movie come out? What, about, what do y'all think about that? We just have some new callers come in. As far as on the chat line, I'm, I'm loving it. I, I think I just posted something up on Facebook before we call in somebody. They chat me, you know, they chat me in on the show. So, um, you know, it's worldwide. We touch people everywhere. And you, you have any last words for the people? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Really just give them the inspiring last words from, uh, you know, plant some seeds with some people if you can, you know. I know you can do it. <laughs> well, I mean, I have a bunch of words, you know that. But um, just keeping with this is, again, understanding that if you are in the sound of the show or the sound of my voice and you've heard anything on the show tonight or if you're listening to it on the replay, take to heart what you can and then really just start to, you know, in, in order to awaken as, as a whole, globally, nationally, <laughs> just statewide, Start to question yourself. Really look at that man in the mirror and ask the questions that are important and understand that it's not just about you and that if you start to change your mind, change your energy, that you will, in effect, change the globe and the people around you. And that's very powerful, and it's something that's, that's the time we're in and that's what's necessary. And don't, don't think that you don't have that kind of power because you do. We are all very powerful. We just have to walk into it and own it. That's right. That's right. This cup in politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy, T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. Tonight was about divorce, relationships, and how to conduct yourself, um, you know, with your spouse. You know, uh, there was a lot of lessons to be learned tonight. You actually can go back in about another hour and a half and listen to the recording of the show. You actually can get it and send it out to your people, to your family. If you're in your car, you can plug it up in your phone and listen to it. If you're somewhere at a place where you know it's people and it's very boring, you just put it on your phone, you just plug it up, and just let people just just hear this show. You know, just just get the word out. You know, just copy politics, T two five zero Delta Talk Radio. Uh, we've been online for almost an hour and a half, so you know, you know, this is like a job right now for me. Um, I'm working double shift, because, you know, they're trying to change lives and plant seeds in people, and let people know that there is somebody out here that cares for you. Um, oh yeah, this call has been called in. Hey y'all, we got guests are still coming in, so I don't know what to do. I don't know if to stop the show or keep it going. 
Uh, yeah, it's looking real good tonight. I just want to thank everybody for coming in at the last minute. You know, I know I was going to hang up, but it's just people still coming in, everybody. I don't know. Y'all can't see my board, but I'm looking at my board right now. There's like four, four people just came in on the website, like guests 10, 12, 9, and 11. You feel me? So it's like a, a thing I really don't want to get out, but I'm going to have to in three more minutes. If y'all don't mind, because, you know, my mouth is getting dry. <laughs> <laughs> How do y'all like that most, uh, daylight saving time? You know, the time to change, so everybody is either on schedule or off schedule. So let's not forget. I love it. I love uh, it. More daylight. Yes, yes, yes. The ladies don't have to be scared in the night when you got to be worried about in the morning because it don't get light until 7.30. You know what I mean? So uh, let's keep our eyes and ears open. Wait a minute now. We got 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 11, and guest 9 is on the line. Wait a minute. 16. I mean, how long we got, y'all? Anybody here have the subject to talk about? Oh, my God. I'm good. I'm good. I'm This is amazing. Yes, I'm sitting here looking at this, and I'm telling you, it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guesses on the Internet. Seven you guesses. Know, it's that long. You know, yeah. uh, we were just talking about marriage and divorce thing and, and how to conduct, you know, you know, just trying to recreate, you know, just we, 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 we remember what our women, because, you know, we understand as some, a lot of men out here understand that it takes the women are the leaders out there. You know, they, hey, Joe, you still on the line? Is Joe still online? Huh. Hold on. Is somebody um, just put in, uh, we have all night for you. I don't know who that is. <laughs> we got time. So 14 say hi, number 10 say hi, 15 say hi, and number 13 say oh. So <laughs> oh means, uh, wow, you know, because our subject is over. But it's just so well, amazing you know, it's that people don't there. It's such a heavy topic, uh, Lorenzo, that people want to really understand what it is to have a very successful relationship, knowing that all relationships are not, you know, perfect, but you strive for it. But a lot of people need to have the knowledge, the understanding of what it is when you're, when you're, you know, getting into relationships, what, what to look for in relationships, how to keep a relationship. And I think uh, Tiffany <clears throat> hits on, you know, just key areas. Every area she she can hit on those key areas, you know, because that's her field of expertise. Even with Joe Knowledge, that's his field of expertise when it comes to family units. You know, you think about those things. And I think a lot of people want to want to know. The, the You know, the listening ear wants to know. The, you know, the questioning mind wants to know everything there is. You know, when you talk about relationships, men and women, you have you know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus kind of thing, you know, <laughs> nobody sees that's going on in, in the world. And to understand, you know, coming together as men and women and as, you know, um, Chief was saying, uh, as a family unit um, coming together. So there's a lot of, there's so many different areas that can be touched on when you talk about relationships. And not only just men and women, but, you know, like uh, Tiffany was saying, mother-daughter, fathers and sons, um, you know, it, 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 co- it goes across the board when you talk about, so, you know, relationships. So even batter- 
and this is content politics. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what content politics is about: finding out the truth about things, about how people feel in society. I uh, look, my show is getting uh, ratings. Um, yeah, they said, "Long live the KKK." Kill all niggers, cop K E K K, whatever it is. So we'll say just okay, exactly well, what they're saying. They, they have mm-hmm. had enough time. They've had enough time. Yeah, so, so um, you know, this is well, talking politics, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, you know, I'm going to do what I do because, you know, we don't go to that level. We ain't going to fight back like that. I ain't going to go like Martin Luther King because I am Afro American Omega Revolutionary Brother. So let's not get it twisted. This is still content politics. This is it's a business. Regardless, we still love y'all. We're going to pray for you. We're just going to leave it at that. Because this is content politics. And, uh. Tell them to meet us out on 113th and Broadway. No, they won't come there. You know what I mean? That's it. It says, Tommy is another no, word for wow. I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be gone. They say, Compton is another word for large zoo. So these are the things that's going on. So when people want to distill things out here, racism and, and, and all this stuff, it really goes on. It still goes on. It just shows their ignorance, Lorenzo. It just shows their okay. ignorance. Of course, I'm, and I'm just really looking at this because so I can for surely, when I talk to certain people out here and they tell me this stuff doesn't exist anymore, I'm going to let them know. I might just go ahead and take a picture of it because this is really new to me right here. You know, I know it goes on. I've been through some things, but this is 2015, and there's people out there still, uh, you know, with some just really some some racist stuff, you know, but we're going to put it for do you know what it means? It means specifically this, that one, your your reach is growing and your power is growing. Because anytime you're elevating, anytime you're striving and becoming more positive and more powerful, then, of course, your the confrontations increase and the people who want to come up against you increase. So they've had their moment. They don't get any time. Their words have no power over who you are, who you oh, are. You know, you know, you know, this is a, this is, I like this right here. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't have hard enough to call on the phone. But well, they've been cowards, Lorenzo, ever since they came off the boat from out of the caves of Europe. I mean, they've been cowards. So, and then they're extending their cowardness right now. And so let one of them call in. They won't do that. So, look, they got yeah, the whole plan. I'm going to them call in. But, you know, this is T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, Content Politics. I'm going to sign off. This due to the fact that I'm a much better man than I used to be, and I'll never be the man that I was. So I'm going to sign off with this Content Politics, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everybody, for calling in, and we will pray for y'all. Forever. Mm. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.